I like to play with my pencils <laughs> and make make sure they're all nice and sharp and um, that they're all like organized nicely and it's just a way to it's gonna sound really weird but it, like to connect with my pencil <laughs> to know that they're not that they're much loved that they're treasured they're not just tools name Sarah name on Instagram Sarah colors official age 33 family a husband and one puppy lives in Sydney Australia favorite coloring book very hard maybe Maria Troll or Hannah Carlson I can't I can't narrow it down <laughs> favorite pencils Karen Dash Pablo Hello and welcome to a new episode of Passionista Colorista, a podcast about coloring book for adults. And welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to talk to you. I know you have meant so much for the coloring community and you have done and are doing a lot of stuffs. Uh, we are going to talk about them later. But first, tell us a little bit more about who you are. Well, I believe that I've always been this crazy pencil lady since as early as early as I can remember. I've always been collecting pencils and coloring books. And then it just kind of when Joanna Basford brought out her Secret Garden book, my mother-in-law bought it for me. Uh and that was just the spark that set off the fire. That yeah, I I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> So I'm really glad that there are lots of like-minded people now. Before, if Joanna Basford didn't create that book, I don't know, maybe I would just be a crazy person on my own. But you already colored in coloring books before these adult coloring books. Um, when I was a when I was a young child, I did. Uh, but then I don't know, maybe after the age of like seven or eight. And there weren't any coloring books that interested me because they were like Barbie or Care Bears or My Little Pony, and it wasn't it wasn't enough for me. So I still collected pencils, and I had so many hundreds of pencils, but nothing to do with them. I had no books, but I'm like, one day I'm going to be able to use these pencils. And then the adult coloring books happened. And I was like, finally, I knew this day would come. I knew this day would come. My husband said to me um, a few years ago, "Don't be silly. They don't make adult. They don't make adult coloring books. Like all you can have is My Little Pony or or Barbie or something." And then finally, this happened, and he's like, "Wow, you were right. This had to happen." <laughs> so you knew it would come. I did. I did. From like ten, ten or more years ago, I knew it had to happen. It's just bad. It's just bad luck that I'm not an illustrator, or I would have done it myself. <laughs> But what is it about pencils that you love so much? Um, 
I really like the way they feel on the paper and the noise and the smell. It's very tactile. I don't know. And I really love seeing the the image in my head and and it happening little bit by little bit through through my pencils. Yeah. It's like the image I see is unfinished. But when you had all these pencils and no coloring books to use them in, yeah. What did you do with with them then? With them then did I, you I didn't I didn't use them. I I displayed them. I looked at them and I took them out and I like I felt them and and just wished there was something I could do with them. But I didn't I didn't have anything to color. Um and I I did like a few color swatches just so that I could actually use them. But um I didn't really have a, a way to let that out. It's probably why it's so it's happened so quickly. Um now after I have coloring books to use it just kind of all flew flew out of me <laughs> for all those years. But do you remember when you had pencils as a kid? The feeling? Yes. Did you get yes. the the pencils from your parents or I did. My first set of pencils I got uh Christmas 1989 and I was just going to start uh primary school the following year and my mum saved up all year and bought me a set of 72 Derwent pencils which was crazy to give a 5-year-old 72 Derwent pencils but she already saw that something That I loved pencils so much. She's like, I have to get these for her. What an amazing pencils. gift! Yeah, and um, I I loved those pencils to nubs. I wore them all out. <laughs> I was going to ask if you're still using them, but then you're, they are not <laughs> with us no, anymore. I wish, I wish, no. But I do have many, many sets of Derwent pencils in the wood box. Um, I don't use I don't use Derwent really anymore. Um, I think they're more more suited to a, maybe an illustrator who draws with the colors. Maybe not someone who fills in the blank. They just don't seem to work. They don't color enough. They're not bright enough. Not soft enough for the way that I color. But you said earlier that you don't draw you don't uh, you are not an no. illustrator but you don't like to draw no. either or um i would like to be able to but i'm a bit of a perfectionist so i find that i don't try <laughs> although i did take art in school and i did really enjoy you know being forced to draw <laughs> but nothing's forcing me now so i i prefer just to to color <laughs> But this first Johanna Bassford book, yes. How did you color in it? Um, I I used my Derwent pencils because that's all I had. Um, and I finished that first page, and I'm like, this. I need more pencils. <laughs> I need different pencils. I need to try something else because the colors just weren't weren't bright like in my mind I thought if I'm going to color this flower red it should be red not 
pink. <laughs> so that's how the, the pencil obsession started. And then I found out Joanna did a second book. And I'm like, oh, well, I have to have the second book to match the first book. And my husband said, why do you need two books? <laughs> you, yeah, how funny is that? Why do you need two books? You already have a book, but okay, go buy the second book. And I bought the second, and, and she brought out a third and a fourth. And he's like, oh, my goodness, you have four books now, <laughs> four. And I'm like, yeah, now now I have more than four. <laughs> how many do you have? Um, oh, I don't know. Maybe 50? Maybe maybe 40 or 50? Yeah. Not enough. No, I think I have <laughs> quite a lot more than that. Mm. Yeah, I I want to collect more. <laughs> But you may maybe you're more of a pencil collector than a coloring book collector? Probably, yes. Although I'm I've kind of reached my limit, I think, that there's not really many sets left I don't think that I don't have. <laughs> I've used up all of my birthdays, all of my Christmas, all of my you know, savings to buy like all the nice all the nice pencils. I can't I don't know what I would choose next. <laughs> I don't know what I did with my money before I started to <laughs> I know. collect these things. Isn't it funny? <laughs> But you have a lot of sets and you said in the beginning that Pablo is your favorite. What is it about Pablo yeah. that you like so much? I really like how they're um they're really nice and soft. Um and the pencil itself is nice and thin. So it feels nice in my hand. I think I prefer the hexagonal pencil rather than a round pencil. It just makes it holding it just feels nice. Um, and they have a really um, beautiful set of colors. Um, a lot of people don't realize when you uh, buy a set of pencils, it's not like buying, you know, another car. Like a car is a car and it takes you from one point to the other. But when you buy another set of pencils, <clears throat> they have a different set of colors. So the reds might be slightly different. Or like with the Pablo, they have a beautiful set of gray and light blue. They're really nice. So I really like the colors in those. And when you color, do you use one set at a time or do you mix? I do. Um, I, I do only use that one one set i have i have tried to organize my pencils by colors not by brand but i didn't like that and it took me a few days to undo <laughs> undo that mess so i usually choose a set of pencils based on the the characteristics of the pencil so if i'm choosing like the polychromos of um a little bit harder And they hold their point better. So if I'm doing a, a page that I need that property, then I'll choose those pencils. If I'm doing lots of large um, backgrounds that need like lots of blending, then I might use the uh, Carondage, um luminance because they're really, really um, smooth and creamy as well, and they color really good backgrounds. <laughs> so yeah, I just choose on the property. 
that I need. And uh, Prismacolors that I know a lot of people use. Oh, yes. What do you think about yes. them? They were my first, uh, my first set of pencils um, after my Derwitz that I already owned. I do really like those. Um, I really, I loved those for the first, you know, six months or so. Um, I, I've heard a lot of people talk about things they don't like about them, but I haven't really found any of that to be true for the set that I have. Um, my leads don't break. My the cores of my pencil seem to be really nice and centered. I don't have split split cases or anything like that. They're still a really great pencil. So I'm not not really sure why I don't use those anymore. <laughs> When I have talked to coloristas in yeah. Sweden or around the world, well, about their favorite pencils. I don't think mm. uh, anyone before you have used mm. Pablo. Why do you think it's like that? It's Prisma or Polychromos or maybe mm. Luminance or... Oh, yeah, I did find um, the Polychromos. I was a little bit disappointed when I got those because, like I said, they're a bit harder. They're smooth when they go down, but the, the point stays pointy. They're not, I wouldn't call them creamy. Um, which I still really like them. They're a great pencil and I still use them. Um, but I just really like the creaminess of the Pablo. But I do also know that the Pablo are the most expensive set of pencils I own. So maybe, maybe when people are buying a really expensive set of pencils, they, they have super high expectation. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I just uh, noticed that most people says Polychromos or Prisma, or maybe yeah, some yeah. says Holbein. I haven't. Yes, I like them. Yep, I have those. <laughs> I got the 150 set, I think, maybe a bit more than a year ago. They're really nice. Um, I, I think they sharpen. I have to sharpen them a lot. They don't hold their point that well. Colors are amazing. They lay down really well. But I have to sharpen them a lot, so I tried to not use them uh, for a little while to like conserve them because I don't want to have to buy them again. <laughs> but I would still... Today I'm going to stick with Pablo. <laughs> but when you color, how do you color? How do you use these pencils? What are your st coloring style? Um, I do lots of layers. Um, I love to do backgrounds. Um, a lot of people leave the background blank um, in their book, but I like to color the background. Um, and the the way to color that with um, many different It's kind of like the galaxy effect, you know, a bit of pink over there that goes into a bit of, bit of orange, a bit of yellow. Um, you can only get that effect by doing lots of layers. So I can do, you know, six, seven, eight layers <laughs> on one background. So it's not just coloring once. <laughs> so then you use a very light touch. I do, yes. 
And are you holding the pencils upright or more in an angle? Um, I think I I color more upright than than on the angle because I find if I hold it on an angle, I don't have the control over the pencil that I do if I'm holding it upright. But yeah. ba- backgrounds take a lot of time. What are you doing do. <laughs> while you are coloring? Are you just sitting in silence or are you listening to something? Or um, I used to do it in silence, but then I started listening to, say, like an audio book. Then I get a bit distracted. I'm like, just leave me alone. I'm coloring. So if I listen to like some instrumental music, maybe some classical music or something, and I don't have to concentrate on words... That's nice. When you describe your coloring, it feels like it's kind of meditation for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a very good stress reliever. Um, I find that I'm I'm so immersed in in the coloring I'm doing that I don't have time or the the brain power to actually think about what worries me, which is good. But how long do you color when you colors? Um, I haven't colored for a long time now because I just got a new puppy <laughs> a couple of months ago, so um, I couldn't I couldn't just leave him wander around the house while while he's toilet training. So now uh, now he's good. I can color with him and he can walk around the house. So. Um, I'll be starting in the next week or so, actually. Um, I would probably color a couple of hours at a time. Um, longer if, longer if I'm able. I'll color for a whole day if I'm, if I'm left alone. But you were very active in the coloring yes. community. Yeah. 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 Tell tell me about how it started. Um, when I got uh, my first book, I was I was just um, taking like progress photos of of my page, and then I would send it to my friends, and n- none of my like real like physical friends color. And so they, like the first picture, they would say, "Oh, that's nice," and then the second picture, they'd be like, "Oh, that's nice," and then by the <laughs> third or the fourth one, they just don't write that. And I'm like, "You need to be like, look at this, look at how, look at this color, isn't this color good?" And they're like, "Yeah, that's nice." And I wasn't, I'm like, nobody understands me. Maybe I'll start an Instagram. Maybe there'll be, you know, maybe there'll be other people like me. Um, and yeah, it just kind of happened from there. Um, and then I found, um, Katrine from Always Coloring, like the hugest Katrine fan. Um, and then Coloring Maya. I love Maya. Um, yeah, we, we started like doing little color alongs together and, um, yeah, just 
felt like, oh, this is this is building momentum. And then we all just fed off each other. Like, oh, you're doing that. Oh, I like that. I'll do that too. And then we'll do this together. And yeah. It just um, felt like like friends that got me. You understand me. <laughs> what year was this? Um, that's hard. Maybe three, maybe three years ago. I think it's about three years ago. It feels like I've done this forever. It's really hard to put a time on it. <laughs> Because after that you you made a blog and I a did. YouTube channel and you are on Facebook. I, yes, yes. It was after um, I think after the Instagram started. I thought I should probably start Facebook for those people that don't have Instagram. And then I started that off and that was going really well. And then I thought, well, I better have a blog. You know, so the Facebook and the blog can talk to each other. And then that went really well. And then I thought, well, people really want to see videos. I don't really like being in videos, but everybody wants them, so I may as well start doing that. And then I started doing videos. I've done a couple. And then I've got a, I've got at least maybe two or three videos that are filmed but they're not edited so they haven't been uploaded and now because it's been so long I don't like it so I want to redo it <laughs> but it ha must have taken a lot of time yes it did but it's an obsession <laughs> so the time it doesn't feel like it takes a lot of time although now I don't have a lot of time because Well, I previously haven't had a lot of time because I, I said, just got the puppy. So now I've, I'm getting my time back. So that's, I want to start that back, back up again. Tell us a little Including bit about your videos. puppy. He's pretty cute. He, he's on Instagram too. <laughs> His name is Mario and he's a toy poodle. And he is now seven months old. So I got him when he was nine weeks. And almost, I got him like as a Christmas present. A well thought out, ten years in the making and planning Christmas present. Not like the people that just think they'll get a dog at Christmas and buy one. Um, I got the dog for Christmas. And I also got my Karandash Pablo <laughs> for Christmas. And I opened the pencils and I was like, yeah, I got pencils. And then I used them for a little bit, like maybe half an hour. And then I played with the dog. And then that was it. Like I had not a minute to myself to do any coloring because the dog took all my time. So how ha has this uh, period of uh, from Christmas to now been? Yeah, very, very uh, busy <laughs> and a little bit stressful. We've just finished a house move as well.
also um, another another thing that takes your time is packing and moving. But we won't we might be moving for a long time now, so everything's just um, my little studio has just been set up. They put the finishing touches on it today, actually. So I can start I can start back up. Tell us about your studio. Um, I have a bookshelf that is now big enough to fit all of my books, all of my coloring books on it. And I've got a new way to lay out my pencils, the ones I use a lot anyway. Um, I have a clear set of drawers, and in each drawer is another set. And I have a nice big clear desk right next to the window so I can do lots of coloring. You have to send a picture of your studio so yes. we can see it yes. too. Yay, I will, I will. But I saw earlier today that you your website is down, your blog. Yeah. What? Um I have to I have to reactivate because I wasn't sure um if I would manage to come back or not. Um, I pause, I put pause on that. And then I, I thought about the idea, maybe, maybe I don't need one. Maybe people don't visit. Maybe they can just come to Facebook. Maybe they can just come to Instagram. And I'm still not, I'm not sure if I will unpause that because I might just write articles through Facebook and then have for the for the printable items that I um had offered, like my colour donuts and um the one I have coming up, um the colour math printable. Um I thought maybe I'll just get people to email me and then I can just email it to them. And that's a bit more personal than just click that link and you know go away but I am a bit sad I missed my blog but was it that it took a lot of time or um no it's that I I'm a bit of a perfectionist so I don't just want to like spend you know 15 minutes and and write something not that great and and publish like I put a lot of time and a lot of effort into like thinking about what people would like to read and um, what would be really helpful if people knew and it was all thinking about from what what everyone would want from me and then writing the piece in that way and then providing you know a, a solution to a problem that we have or something like that so um, I didn't find the greatest um, feedback on the blog so I thought maybe maybe people just aren't bloggers maybe they're more instagrammers or facebookers <laughs> but if I if I got you know a lot of people that said that they you know they emailed me and said I really want to see that back then that's something that I would consider doing when I first found your pages and the, the blog and YouTube and so yep. I thought it was your job that you got paid, but it was just it's just a hobby. 
yeah, all, all this yeah. work. Yes, it is. And the the expense of actually hosting your own website and having your own email and doing yeah, doing all of that. I would love to make it a job. I have like so much content to make it a job. Um, but just the just the time, I guess. Um, and making because I obviously I work full time. Um, and also knowing that I don't it's not anybody's wish to put in, you know, thirty hours a week and then have three people read and be like, Yeah, okay, that's nice. <laughs> But how active in the community are you today? Not as active as I would like to be. Like I said, we just um, we just moved, so um, I've I've just got everything set up just the way I want it, so then I can kind of come back in. I want to do a couple of um, color alongs with with some friends, and then yeah, really start that back up because it's a part of my life I really miss. It's not about um, have it's not not about people following or people doing it with me or It's something that I, on my own, I would do it on my own, and I really enjoy doing it, and I really miss it. So. But you had a hard time to choose favorite coloring book in the beginning. Yes, I did. So, what coloring books do you like? Um, I really like Kirby Roseanne's. Um, my wonderful. Uncle bought me uh, Mythomorphia for Christmas, and I've barely looked at it. Sorry, Uncle. Um, I really like Kirby's books; they're so wacky. Although I do find that um, about halfway through, I'm like, I need another color that I haven't used. <laughs> and still, um, you have so many different and colors. Still, I have so many. I do, um, and I do really like. The um, I have one here by Emily Liddy Hall Oberg. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it properly, but Sago Sago Licht. Sago Licht. Yes. Yes, I really love that book. That's really beautiful. Um, and I just really love the Swedish books. They're so beautiful. Um, and Sago Uxagna. Yes, Sagor Sagner. I don't. I feel like I'm doing the the language no justice. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have these letters, so it's not so easy. No. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't have any friends that speak this language around me either. Um, but they're probably my my go-to books. And Hannah Carlson, of course. Um, I really love those. They're really beautiful books. But do you have a lot of work in progress, or are you color one picture at a time? I do have a lot of work in progress, a lot, including I think there's one from Imagimorphia that I've 95% finished. There's like two little bits left to color, and I just can't choose color. And so it's just there. It's a work in progress. I'm like, it'll take me five minutes. 
just colour them in yellow. No one will notice. <laughs> <laughs> but is it your perfection? Your Probably, perfection. yeah. It needs yeah. to be the right colour. It does need to be the right colour. It does. I think that was probably the photo that's maybe last on my Instagram. Is that beautiful um, balloon? Yes, I saw balloon. your background on it. It was amazing. Yeah. That background, yeah. Um, I've had a couple of people say, oh, would you sell your colouring? And I thought, no, <laughs> I don't think I could. It would... It takes hours and hours. I've worked on one Anamorphia page. I think it took me like two weeks to do the background. Do you ever put them on the wall and frame them? No, because I can't take them out of the book. I did, I did consider buying a second book of some of the books that I have so then I can cut it out. Um, that's, I do like the illustrated editions from, uh, Joanna Basford, although that style of colouring has now kind of passed me this season. Um, it's not something that, that I colour now. Although I, it'll come, I'll come back to it, but just not this week. <laughs> but I know some people, uh, take copies of their coloring books uh, yeah. so they and print them so they can use different papers or yeah things like that but you like to color in the books i do i do i really want to finish a whole book but now i'm like well i can't even choose a single book that is my favorite so i don't know how i would finish a whole one <laughs> although i do have um i do have two books here that they are like The Wizard of Oz and Alice in Wonderland. Um, I don't know who it's by. I don't know who it's illustrate, illustrated by Nikki Wright. Um, and it's like a storybook that you can colour in. And it seems very whimsical. I thought those two would be a good, a good start you know, in my finishing a colouring book because they're not full pages. You just need to illustrate the story as it goes along. But why do you want to finish a colouring book? Because I think that would be the the ultimate prized possession to see all the hard work of everything finished. I think Katrine from Always Colouring is doing daydreams yes she wants to finish that one yeah mm. i can't wait to see that finished i saw some uh, other coloring books finished on youtube the other day and it's quite mm. amazing to watch yeah yeah it's How really good would that be yeah i'm far but away then i also i also don't want to be in the the habit i've seen a couple of those videos on youtube and you can tell the ones where the pages have been done out of love and the ones that they're just like, I really need to finish a page and they colour really basic. 
Um, and I don't want to fall into that trap. If I finish a colouring book, it'll be, you know, each page would have to be really good. I couldn't just rush through it. That wouldn't be the point for me. But what is most fun, do you think, in the colouring process process of a picture? Hmm. I love choosing the books. Um because I don't I don't just have the book off the top of my head. I'll go to the bookshelf and I'll take a few off and I'll flick through them until one page will say, Colour me. I really like that. And can you, can you see in your head, in your mind, see what uh, colors this picture want to be? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the time I can. Um, I find that if I, if I can't see that far ahead, the picture doesn't happen very quickly. And it's a bit more hard work. Because I w- wanted to ask you how how do you choose colors? Mm, that's tough. Sometimes if I'm coloring a book like a, a Hannah Carlson, I'll look through say Pinterest or Instagram to see other people that have colored that page, um, and then I'm like, oh okay, I really like that galaxy background or I really like how they just made it a solid color background or I really like this pastel look or this bright color look or so I take like that broad idea and then I reimagine the colors in my head (laughs) Um, sometimes if I'm having a bit of trouble choosing I'll pull out my pencils and I'll have a look um, at which ones take my fancy How much are you using color charts? Color wheel? Mm. Um, I don't, I don't use those a lot to choose a color to color in a book. I'll pull color wheels out if I need to choose a set of pencils. Like if all my pencils are put away and I don't know what that blue looks like I'll pull out the color wheel and I'll have a look and I'll be like oh that's the blue I want so now I know what set of pencils I need to go go and find um I do like to keep them on my desk the color wheels because I think they look pretty but I don't I don't really use them to choose a color although I know a lot of people do but you have created a lot of color color charts and stuff that you are giving away to people yeah i have so you like to do these systems i do i do um the color math one was just a way uh to show that you don't need to have like 300 pencils if you only have 24 pencils which i think almost everybody can afford to buy a 24 set of Prismacolor, then you have so many colors. Um, I really want, actually, to do um, a chart for Holbein for the 150 set 
just to see and I'm going to laminate it and put it on my wall just to see how many colors I can get. And then it's, um, you mean if you combine colors? Yeah. But how much that do you do that when you, when you color? Do you mix your own colors a lot? Um, not, not, not that much. No, because I don't, I feel that because I have a lot of large sets of pencils, I don't need to blend a color. That's just being lazy. <laughs> um, if I had a smaller set of pencils, then I would need to. But because I have the larger sets, um, yeah, it just makes me a little bit lazier. <laughs> Lazy colorist. <laughs> But tell us about your 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 coloring uh, donut. Oh yes, um, I love my color donuts. <laughs> I really wanted a way to compare the different colors from different sets. Like, are all the yellows from this set, how do they compare to the yellows from that set? And like I was talking about earlier, if you have the Derwent pencils, when you put those onto paper, what do they look like? So I know that the Derwent pencils that I have are all very light um, because they're a bit hard, a bit harder, so they're lighter on the paper. So I'll know that by looking at the color wheel. Um And, yeah, I just thought that was the easiest way to do it, rather than a swatch book, because I started off with a swatch book. I saw your swatch book on YouTube when you were showing yeah. it, and it inspired me to do my swatch book. Yeah, I really love my book, and I'm going to keep going on that. I can't just choose one method. A swatch book is good um, if you're... Um, just want to quickly scribble down some colors, and maybe you can color mix in there as well. But um, I still need the donuts and the color math. <laughs> donuts is that you have two wheels that you can yeah. put the different colors together to see how they yes. mix together. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or if you've got more than two donuts, then you can put three or four or five. You can put them all together um, and see the different colors in each set. I saw something on your Facebook page about a collaboration between you and Laura Rafferty. Yes. <laughs> What are you two up to? Laura, I love Laura. She's so sweet. Um, we were working on a little project about... Um, how we might do some skin color tutorials. But then I think we we worked out what we're doing and then I got my dog. <laughs> and then we haven't we haven't started. Laura's done her bit. I'll give her that because she's great like that. But I haven't done my bit. So that's top of my list. <laughs> so you are going to We're going to do a um, a YouTube video together because Laura's really good at the the art the art kind of color mixing. 
She's amazing. Have you seen what she can do with, like, six pencils? <laughs> She's really amazing. Yeah. I'm like, how did you make that with just six pencils? She's like, yeah, you don't really need, you don't really need more than six pencils. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with you? You need all the pencils. But um, I also have um, Bluebell Woods, her coloring book. Um, I'm yet to color myself in that book. Yes, because you are in that book. I am. And that should have been my number one favorite book, but I haven't colored anything in it. How come Can that you are mind? in that book? <laughs> she asked me if I would like to be in there. And I, I thought, why not? It's not every day you get illustrated in a coloring book. But do you really think you would will dare to color it? I don't think I could. I think I'd have to ask Laura to color <laughs> it for me. <laughs> what are your favorite coloring tools? Hmm. Um, my Carl Angel Five pencil sharpener, and I need a good chair. <laughs> Because I can't actually color if I'm just sitting, like, with my feet on the ground. I like to put my feet up on the chair and kind of huddle over my book. It's very bad. Don't tell my chiropractor. He'll yell at me. <laughs> he said to me, you can't. No wonder you have a sore back because you sit like this. You need to sit, like, properly. I'm like, I can't color like that. So just don't tell him. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I once, I think it was um, uh, when I was doing a Hannah Carlson book, um, that beautiful stopwatch with the background. That took me so long. I think I was sitting at my desk for four hours and I didn't move. Just my hands moved to colour. And then I couldn't get up. I had to call my husband, please come and pick me up, I can't move. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. That's funny. And do you have any other can't live without tools? Mm, can't live without. I need a good light and a good white pencil. I find that the the Holbein have a really good white, um, soft white, and the Carandash luminance have a really good white as well, just for like lightening up some areas. Do you use the white pencil for blending, or just to light up areas? Um, just for lighting up. Um, I will blend with a a blender pencil. I used to use the Prismacolor blender. Um, a lot of people said they don't like it because it sounds really scratchy. But I actually really like it. And it doesn't scratch if you put enough pencil pigment onto the paper. I find that it scratches if there's too much paper there and not enough pigment. Um but now I'm using the Carandash, um, the full wax blender. 
And why have That's you really changed good. to that one? Um, I changed when I got the the luminance set of pencils. It came with two blenders. And at first I didn't like it. It was too slippery. The pencil was very slippery and and I didn't like it, but it took a bit of getting used to. But I find that I have to keep the point on that. But now I like it a lot better than the Prismacolor one because it just glides over the the pigment. And what are your best coloring tips? Hmm. Lots of light layers. Um, I went over that in my backgrounds video. Um, a lot of the time when you color, and maybe you do two layers or three layers, it's still you can still see some lines. So I just keep going. Just um, turn the book 90 degrees, do another layer, turn the book back the other way, another layer. And if you keep doing that, then you get rid of all the, the lines. Do you have any other great coloring tips? Mm, um, if you don't like the, the, the page you're working on, just put it away. Don't force yourself. Because when I, when I force myself to continue, it doesn't turn out well. Like, it's okay to have a few, uh, work in progress. Um, and I like to keep a separate, uh, container next to my, my desk that I use just for pencils that I'm using at that minute. Um, so if I have to like pack up for the night, then I put the rest of the pencils away, but keep the ones I'm using in a separate dish so I can find them easily in the morning. I know that sometimes you you lose your inspiration for coloring, and I know many people, I read it, I haven't done mm. it so far, but I know that many people f- feel sad about that when it happens. Yeah, yeah. And I, I read a text that you written about this, mm. what to do when yeah. you lose, when yeah. the mojo is gone. Yeah. So what are your best tips? Um... I found that um, I cleaned my area. That was like the big thing. I took like all my books off my shelf. I took everything out of my desk. I took everything from under my desk, and I wiped. I wiped it all down, like dusted it all, and then I reorganized it and I put it all back. Um, because I found that just by uh, by doing that, I found you know, oh, this this item shouldn't be here. It doesn't belong here. It, it, my my space is cluttered, and so I found a cluttered space meant for a cluttered mind. Um, and I just needed to reset my space. Um, that that worked really good for me. Um, also, uh, choosing small victories, like having a postcard book, and finishing finishing something small. So you can say, okay, I finished this, this is good. Um, if you feel like you need to do another small project, do another small project. Um, because a lot of times when you tackle something big, say like a double spread in the um, uh, misomorphia, for example, having too many of those going at one time just clutters up your brain. 
And then you're like, I don't know where to start. I have too many to do. I don't know what to do. So I'll do nothing. So I thought, just put all the big, big projects away and start, start small. And that, that also really helped. And, uh, I think you wrote something about, um, touching the pencils or using the pencil but not coloring. Do you remember? Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, I like to, um, I like to play with my pencils <laughs> and make, make sure they're all nice and sharp and, um, that they're all like organized nicely and it's just a way to it's gonna sound really weird but it, like to connect with my pencil <laughs> to know that they're not that they're much loved that they're treasured they're is, not just tools is this something you have done even now this month when you have been with your puppy um i haven't actually um because the past maybe we've just settled after moving we've been in the new place for uh, two weeks so at least for the other two weeks on the other end of that so for at least the last month i've been packing and the first thing i packed was all my pencils um but now having finished my um studio uh today i did i took all my pencils out and i wiped out all the containers that i want to put them in and um yeah it it really it sparked that and that's something that, you, that you can do when you lose loses your mojo yeah. yeah yeah and um just being in being in my space because um because everything here is nice and clean now Um, you know, after the move and you clean everything and I've organized everything and um, that makes me want to come back. When you talked about taking things away that you after gradually yeah. take things back, but mm -hmm. just some yeah. things at a time. Yeah, because um, a lot of the time I, like with most rooms in the house, you find that the clutter will build up. Like, oh, this, this ornament looks nice. I'll put that there. Oh, I like this little postcard I did. I'll put that there. Um, and, and it's just a lot of clutter. So I found that taking, taking everything away, um, and working with, with nothing really around you and then slowly introducing it back in like, uh, what is it? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Can you describe the feeling you have when you are sitting in color? Joyous. Very happy and relaxed. And uh, <clears throat> what do you think will be next picture you will color? I think I really need to finish that one out of the Kirby Roseanne's book <laughs> because it's so close and it kind of fits with my, you know, start small. <laughs> There's like five minutes of work in it. And then I think I have to go to maybe, um, maybe, uh, an Emily Liddell Oberg book. 
because they're just so fun, <laughs> fun looking. Thank you so much, Sarah, for your time. No problem. It's uh, more. It's uh, soon lunchtime here in Sweden. What uh, are you going to do the rest of the day in Australia, Sydney? Um, I am preparing to go back to work this week. So I'm preparing the house and work lunches and um, eating dinner with my family. Because it's evening in Australia. It is. It is about 7 p.m. And uh, what uh, temp? How? What is the weather? Um, we've just come from a very long, hot summer, and we were supposed to get autumn, but we didn't. Or Americans will call it fall. So I'm not quite sure where Sweden, where Sweden, with the whether you call it autumn or fall. Or another Swedish word that's much more elegant than what we use. <laughs> With some <laughs> letters you don't have. It's probably <laughs> Oh, nice. I should use that now. Um, so now we're in winter. Like we're coming into winter. So it's about this morning was about six degrees Celsius. Um, and the days are about seventeen to 18 degrees so lucky I have a woolly dog to cuddle but uh, winter in Australia is not about snow no parts of Australia I think do snow but it's not not proper like not proper like Scandinavia snow no (laughs) when when the temperature gets to about 10 we walk around and tell everyone it's freezing. Like, it's so cold! <laughs> yeah. So then it's the perfect colouring time of year. It is. In Australia, it is. yes. It is. Nice, um, nice hot pot of tea, some woolly socks, and indoors. <laughs> thank you so much, Sarah. And thank you all for listening, and goodbye! Thank you so much for having me. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening.